0: Welcome everybody to Kingdom Talks. I've got with me today Simone Pintel and she is from the UK and I've just got a package in the mail that we're going to go through. It's from her and we're going to go through that right after this.
1: Welcome to Kingdom Talks. We engage with leaders, teachers, creative artists, and everyday people in conversations to awaken listeners to new revelations of the Kingdom Age. All of our courses, community conversations, partnership links, and much more can be found on our website, KingdomTalksMedia.com. You can help us get the word out by liking, subscribing, and sharing with your friends. Now, enjoy the conversation. <laughs>
0: all right so i am here with simone from the uk and simone you're from around uh uh, london is that correct
2: yeah essex which is a county quite near london
0: awesome awesome well it is quite funny that uh, as we got ready to start the show i've been gone for a week i come back and you're like did you get the package and i'm like (laughs) no (laughs) <laughs> and lo and behold I go out and check my mailbox and the package was there and so I've got all this stuff that we're going to go through uh, in just a moment because I want first Simone for you to share a little bit about yourself before we jump into all this okay so okay. tell us a little bit about who you are where you're from how'd you get to where you're at today because you got a lot of things going on that okay
2: okay um well basically i'm uh, married with one daughter and um i do a full-time job but my passion which has been there since the moment i found jesus is to reach out to people who are spiritually interested spiritually open and searching and I come from a Jewish background, so I feel like I don't have as much Christianese (laughs) and sort of Christian Uh culture. And also because along my my path, I've had different worldviews. I've engaged with different religious pathways. I've changed key religions from like Judaism to Christianity. I've traveled through the alternative world. So I just love that kind of dialogue with people from other religions, other belief systems. And I guess, you know, the Lord has led me to, um, to focus on that area. And I guess my own experience of having embraced that spirituality is quite, was quite destructive to me. And I've, created a little film about my story, which is quite recently completed. And I think I've always had this incredible um, passion about trying to bring a connection with Jesus to people who are looking for everything and anything. And I've realized that it's not so much Jesus people have a problem with, but it's what they relate to as church or as, um christians who are bible bashing and so i've i've always been in the kind of church system but thinking how would this relate to those people out there and that's just been part of me right at the beginning really and so well and and i do want
0: to say that the video that you're referring to that's a free video that they can find online is that correct
2: it will be on my website it's just in process and a couple of yes it will by the time people see this it will be on my website um, okay and so we'll put links yeah we'll put
0: links in the notes so uh, if you're watching this right now uh, this this was recorded about a week and a half before but if you're watching this right now just look in the show notes and you'll find the link where you can go check out that video that uh, Simone is talking about now Simona, is that the same video that you sent to me already or is it a different one
2: there's a slightly updated one Okay. Um, it's 20 minutes. I think I sent you You one that was 17. It's, That's um, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome, yeah.
0: awesome. All right, so keep going.
2: Yeah, so over the years, um, you know, things start um, where well, they start. And I, I had years of doing all kinds of meditations, psychic development, crystals, and I had this encounter with Jesus at a point when my I had no doctrine at that point actually, I would have said that Jesus was the reincarnation of Buddha, Muhammad, and whoever else you know you, you fancy putting in the list. <laughs> so I, I, I had no understanding of Christianity, but I'd gone to church as another thing to explore. And the second time I was in church just something happened that was just incredible. And I knew that this was God and everything changed after that point. And so um, about a year on from there, I was actually, I went to like a Bible school, Kensington Temple, which is a big Elim, uh, part of Elim. And it was a kind of really very dynamic, everybody go off and do something. You're not here just to sit, um, and it was just so releasing and I created a team and we went back into those great big shows that I used to frequent um, for many years. And we, um, the first year actually, it was just heartbreaking because they refused us. And what oh, really? I'd done was I went to the head of evangelism and I said, I've got a really good idea, would you do it? <laughs> and because I don't know, they didn't, um, they gave material to the organisation, which looked like it was hostile. And they said, no, we're not really happy with you, church coming in. And that it was like I was heartbroken. And what I learned from that was when you get a vision, you do it. <laughs> as, a, as a fairly new Christian at that point, it was like, who do I? Who's more experienced than me? Who who could I ask to do this? And that was a huge um, a huge defining lesson that when you get the vision, when you get the idea, you know, it's for you to do. And so that's where it kind of started. That was 1994. And, wow. and we had a stand in like a big show in London, of, you know, one of these high profile shows.
0: Well, I, I want to back up just a little bit because you talked about you're, you're Jewish by mm-hmm. uh, blood, I'm assuming, and then you uh, were going to a church And then you have kind of this mystic encounter with jesus um and you don't know this but i mean i read a little bitty snippet out of uh, something you wrote because again i just got back yesterday and i'm trying to catch up on things and i was looking through some of the stuff you had sent and and so actually the title that i have above you and me that you can't see right now it says mystic christ for a jewish girl divine encounter so uh, you've already you've already stepped into that and we did, I didn't even ask the question. So that's wonderful. So yeah, keep, keep going. Cause uh, now these, these events that you're talking about that you were wanting to go back into, most of these are like psychic fairs or new age stuff. Is that correct or, or not? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah.
2: I mean, small ones, big ones. Um, yeah, I mean, there's something inside that comes alive when we go into those environments. And it's like you get the bread, the food that you don't get anywhere else. Um A bit like, I always remember the story of Jesus with the Samaritan woman, and he was fasting, or he hadn't any food, but he said to the disciples, you know, I've got food that you know not. Um, yeah. And, you know, often I felt that it's the food of when you really reach out to people um outside of outside of the 99 you, you leave the 99 you go after the one so yeah um yeah i mean i've even been in um events where i've done workshops and um presentations like a little like a show in kent it's a, a county and i was able to um actually demonstrate the cards to it, must have been about 20 people it was a small event and i got words of knowledge for people and um they were like in tears, um, and just before me had been a medium giving her stuff, and yep, you know, yep. I just went like <laughs> into that and did like uh, words of knowledge, and um, I just find that you know those people are so open and they're so hungry, and when you see what they're receiving in terms of guidance, you know that that's going to actually. That's gonna damage them at some point. It's it's like poison in the mix. And it just yeah, there's something yeah. That when you yeah. see that environment, you you get that tenderness, you get that compassion, you get that heartbreak that, gosh, you know, why aren't we finding a way of communicating, of building bridges where people are really at? Because yeah. what yeah. I've seen is that where there's a void, something else is gonna fill it, where the where the church leaves a void. Yes.
0: It. So I want to back up again a little bit. So when you were at school and you had suggested going back into some of these places that you were were before to do evangelism, was it the school that was resisting you or was it the actual uh, uh, you know events, the, the, the leaders of the events the, that were rejecting and saying, no, you can't come in?
2: It was a little bit of both. I had to get through a few hoops. And I remember going to the um, the main guy, the top guy, and I said, do you release me to do this work? And he said, yes. But pastors under him had felt like, oh, maybe at that point, you know, it was wise counsel. Maybe you're just a little bit too close to it. Maybe you, you haven't fully healed from everything. So they were kind of um, a bit cautious, but yeah. I did it, the first time we did it was with the guy who leads the evangelism team and he um, submitted because it was um, because they did it as a church. So their, um, their stance was that we are Kensington Temple. And so they said, OK, you know, we're not we're open to you, but let, let's have a look at all your literature, and all your material. And there was something within that that caused them to feel um, that we would be hostile. And it was I can't remember exactly what the article was. And they said, "I'm sorry, I don't think you're right for our community." It wasn't directly against New Age, but I think it had something similar, so, something like that. So I then, you know, just I thought, no, it's too, it's burning within me. This this can't be a shut door. And I remember going back, fasting, praying, and then I then I applied the following year as a group called fountain of life. That was our first. um, You know, that's how we represented ourselves. And I kind of separated it from Kensington temple. And actually, we were just a network of like minded um, people because it wasn't just Kensington temple anyway. And so I've always done um, a lot of networking and gathered people from all over. So I realised that I needed to do um i needed to own the vision you know when god gives you like a big thing it's like there's a process of owning it there's a process of becoming more confident in it taking the risks you have to take and i guess it was part of my process and part of my journey to realize that i had to you know i I had i had to work it out i couldn't give it to somebody you know more experienced more important (laughs) Because right, right. you know, I was as, as the in the beginning. This this was about thirty years ago. <laughs> so it's been a long journey since then.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I I, got, I have some more questions. I I'm just wondering if if the volume on your end is is great. If you can hear me, okay. If you could turn it down a little bit, because I'm getting a little bit of an echo when I speak at times. Um, but if you're if it's already low, it, we'll live with it. We'll get through it. It'll be fine.
2: I can go um, down a little bit.
0: Okay. Um, so you're saying that when you first went out that, that that, did you have these, these things developed? Um, No. No. Okay. Okay. So the material then, what was the material they were talking about that would have been opposed
2: to their community? It was, it was basically a, it wasn't material that we would have used, but it was a magazine that the church had produced Ah. for the the organization to check us out because for them, a church applying was like, Oh, okay, who are you? You know, and what's your Because people know that traditionally Christians are opposed to that area. They've, um, you know, they've made that vocal, I don't know if they've been placarded or um, who knows, but unfortunately, Christians come into that environment with great big hobnail boots, you know, and mess up the whole thing so no doubt they've had it had negative experiences and yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it wasn't to i would have used
0: okay okay well that, that's that's interesting um so you know i've had a couple other people on the show that have done some similar things actually one i'll say specifically uh jenny hodge from australia uh goes to psychic events and new age fairs and she will go in with her team and um they have something similar as well. So I, I find it interesting that so many Christians have been getting downloads to do like these destiny cards, which might be, you know, yeah. I guess if someone's really into tarot cards, these would be something they might feel a little bit more comfortable with. than
2: They've queued up for them. I tell you, like when we've got our little tables and everybody's there, they queue up. And yeah, um, within those cards are scriptural messages, scriptural symbols, inner healing, and um, people have amazing encounters with us. Because what I've wanted to do is like I came to know Jesus through an encounter, not because I understood what it was to become a Christian, not because I even yeah. wanted to become a Christian, but I had the most powerful encounter. And That's really how this kind of outreach has been led to create encounters, rather than have intellectual um, conversations about what you believe and what we believe and put people in a box. um, Yes. If they can experience inner healing or a touch of the Holy Spirit, um, everything starts to shift.
0: Right. Well, if you don't mind, would you be willing to share a little bit about that experience that you had with Jesus that led to uh, your transformation? And and then uh, we'll take a little break, and when we come back, uh, we'll get into what some of these things are, because I know you've got several things. And I'll let you lead the way, but i um, got several things to talk about here. So if you don't mind, w- what was that experience like? Um, what was it that shifted you and transformed so much in your life?
1: Well,
2: it's, um, I guess, I could go right back to just reading the New Testament. um, Some years before my actual kind of salvation experience. But at the time that I read the New Testament, it was um, due to having met somebody and he looked a bit like the classical Jesus and we talked about Christ. And I remember reading it like from beginning to end pretty much. And for three nights after that time, I had those kind of dreams that stay with you for a lifetime. The first one was the rapture. Then there was one which was seeing people going in a line, and I kind of knew it was to judgment, like the last second judgment or one of the judgments, but you know, this wasn't my Jewish background. And then the last one was actually Jesus, and I was flying around the world with Jesus. And they were just such vivid, powerful dreams. And after that, I felt this connection with Christ. It was as though a shutter lifted because as a Jewish person, you really do have a veil over your head But somehow Jesus Christianity is kind of not kosher. And after those dreams and after having read the New Testament, something began to open up. But I did go um, through some years of still exploring. I went to church once, but it, it was so unfriendly. And that was it, I left it. So I finally moved into a block of flats and met some people who were born again Christians, and they invited me to church. And the first time I went, I don't think I took in a lot in intellectually, but experientially, I felt so uplifted. And I used to do lots of meditation to get myself kind of uplifted like that. So I knew it was something good. And I, I felt so much of the Holy Spirit, I felt this energy around this couple in fact one of them was jewish as well and so it was just a very experiential thing and the second time they invited me the pastor did one of those altar calls and it was as though i was just i just responded but none of the time that all of this was happening was i thinking about changing my religion or becoming a christian it just it was just something else to explore but then when i prayed that prayer, whatever the pastor led me to pray. It was in that moment, that it was as though this is the presence of God. Everything's been orchestrated for you to come now. And that was just an amazing sense of, I know you, I know everything about you. Um, Mm. And I, I had tears of joy. There's also like tears of pain because I could already feel the unclean parts of my life. And I, it was just an incredible like, whoa, what's happened? And, and the most profound thing also it was the first time I ever prayed a prayer of asking forgiveness. It was like such a bathing, such a cleansing. And in Judaism, you know, Yom Kippur is like one day when you think about repentance, and it's very much a ritual. And this was suddenly like, my goodness. And it demolished my ideas about karma and reincarnation because I'd always, wow. oh, Thought that you know somehow I could elevate myself, get rid of the guilty conscience through getting better karma, and I really had absorbed that belief. Hmm. But suddenly, it was like, "Wow, everything changed."
0: That is so awesome. Now, you have this video that's coming out—the twenty-minute video—and I actually think somewhere I have a video that's like just a, a minute or two or a three, trailer. anyway.
2: You should, you should have a trailer there yeah
0: a trailer okay well you know what uh why don't we go ahead and we'll take a look at that trailer right now and we'll be back right after this
2: pursuing spirituality can take you to some interesting places but how many people would expect to find themselves in a life-threatening dilemma well that's what happened to me so can i tell you my story
1: Simone's story of seeking spirituality took her down some unexpected pathways. She shares how she went through a catastrophic scenario, not only surviving with her life, but fully recovering without permanent injuries. She knew she had a purpose and that she had been divinely protected for a reason. So whatever you are going through right now, this story will inspire you to gaze beyond the realms of human limitation To where the miraculous becomes possible.
2: Because we were meant to live in connection with our creator. Not as cosmic orphans lost in the universe.
0: So I hope you enjoyed that. And I'm looking forward to what Simone has next. Uh, Simone, go ahead and share with us what I got in the mail.
2: Okay. <laughs> <And I'll... laughs> so I don't know if you can see this little, um, like little basket of items. Yeah. Um, so what I've put together for anyone who would like to kind of travel with some of this type of strategy, I've called it a Prophetic Encounter Toolkit, and it's going to have the the cards that I've created, um, a book of... The first thing I ever did was this um, Engaging the Spiritual Seeker. And... Yeah, um,
0: I don't I, think I have that book.
2: I think you might. Oh, no, it might be the one thing I forgot. Yeah. You don't have okay. that one, but I've sent you a PDF of it, so you'll okay, have okay. that one on PDF. Um, and it's also now. Can got...
0: people get that on PDF as well, or is that something that you're giving out for free, or how's that, how's that work? What, is there a cost to it?
2: So, all of that toolkit there will be a, a cost because there's okay. a lot of content, and um, there's two decks there's a um, post encounter book, there's the Destiny booklet,
0: that one it's I have
2: a one um, as well. And then yeah, there's okay. the cards that. themselves. We can see This is like a spiritual menu which we use. Um, so, what I want to offer is to engage with this kind of prophetic encounter. Um, to purchase the toolkit or just part of it, and then we can do Zoom trainings because you know you need to get kind of comfortable with how to engage people using these cards. So. We can do, you know, three, four Zoom trainings and then uh, share the strategies that we've used. We've gone to cafe bars, put out the cards, people have sat down and had encounters with us. We have found a way of doing online, which I've been doing since May last year. So there's a lot of wisdom and training and experience that we would just love to share with people.
0: So what I what I love about this Simone is uh, I've heard of people doing it and I know that they have their training courses but this is actually the first time that I've had somebody on the show where you're offering offering the training because I know there are people that would love to go out and do this and you know what what and I'm sure you're going to talk about these in a minute um, but you know I just came where I was we were doing a retreat in Sedona Arizona which is a major portal area for New Age I mean drive down the roads and it's new age, everything, you know, new age stores, um, yeah. uh, it's, I, I was, uh, you know, blown away by, you know, how much uh, of that is there. And, um, and, and so anyway, I, I could see, and I know that there, there are good, you know, Christian people there who have a heart to share things and, and they've learned, they know better than to go in beating people over the head with the Bible. So, yeah. you know, these seems, seem to be strategies that uh, the Father's given to you and others uh, on how to step in. And you're willing to actually, you know, you're, you you got to pay for the, the, the materials, obviously. And then, um, and then you're in the U.K., so that could cost a little bit more to have that sent to you if you're in the U.S. or somewhere else. But um, worth it, if this is where your heart is at, to reach uh, people with the heart of Christ without coming in to beat them over the head with a Bible. So I I love this and what you're doing. So what's next?
2: Yeah, okay, well, (laughs) I guess the first thing I I did was the the heart-to-heart cards, and um, it came out of like an inner healing kind of, um, well, the church I'm in um, focuses a lot on inner healing, and there's something in that church called Healed for Life, and also, there are cards which um, they are called the Jesus deck. And I used to see how people would queue up for the tarot cards and Jesus deck. So, yeah, I just got a download really as to how how they could be done. And they're in three sections. You've got the issue card, which is inner issues from rage to anxiety, to addiction, to rejection, all the inner heart issues. Yeah.
0: so this is a heart-to-heart issue card.
2: And so if you turn it over, which one did you get?
0: Can you see that okay? Running from risk.
2: Running from risk, okay, yeah. Being like risk-averse. And then the second part of the cards are like the gift of power. Okay. And, And they're biblical symbols. And then the third part of it is the word of wisdom, which is a scripture. Um, And so people select kind of randomly, like you would spread them out, you would spread them out sort of in like a fan shape and you would say, right, just randomly choose, say two wisdom cards, two power cards, two issue cards, and tell me which ones really speak to you. So, People would engage with them, they would say, yeah, that's just me right now, or no, none of them, you know, whatever the response is, if they say, no, I'm not really connecting with them, then we do some more. So it's an interactive process. It's not like, you know, I'm gonna give you this card and, and it has to be the right one for you. Um, there's this kind of um two-way part of it. And the messages that you, you read are just a trigger point to really engage with the person, to really sh- get them to share a bit about, well, why did that mean something to you? Um, they will open up because when I mean, we do yeah. shed loads of prayer in preparation for something like this, and they feel like people have just sat down and suddenly they're, they're, there's tears because it's bringing up like the bereavement they've just had or the issue that's just gone on for them. And then, you know, you use the cards in whatever way. It's not like a strict process. It has to be this way or that way. And then just pray for them at the end. And you yeah, and yeah. have a very intimate, very real, very open conversation very quickly. And then by what wow. happens, sometimes you'll say, you know, um, you might bring Christ in, you might bring Jesus in. You might say, where are you at spiritually? Because I don't have to say, oh well, I'm a Christian, and you know, da 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 da. We just go straight into the heart to heart,
0: Well, and, and I um, did notice uh, that you are, at least this one here, it uh, this it's a scripture that you have on here, Job 12, 13 through 14. So, you are you are using the Bible. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. All the blue ones are. Bible quotes. So I, I say okay. to people, you know, these are quotes from maybe the words of Jesus or wisdom in the ancient scriptures. Is that okay? Just leave it like this, just drop it in. And um, yes, occasionally, it yeah. has been like, perhaps someone who's Muslim, or um, and they say, No, we won't use those or don't pray in the name of Jesus. If, if I know they're a different religion, I might say if I pray in the name of Jesus, is that okay? And um, So you're very respectful of where people are coming from. And on one occasion, a Muslim said no, you know. So I said, okay, that's fine, I'll just pray. I'll pray um, that God will bless you, that God will. And that was absolutely appropriate. And, um, you know, sometimes we have to start with God. Yeah. Um, God beyond the um, Reiki healing or yoga or psychic stuff. We have to go back to creator because that's universal
0: yeah yeah love that so um now i'm just curious do you have any 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 uh testimonies uh, stories that you've uh experienced while you've been doing this that uh, you would like to share um yeah i
2: was thinking about that one really exciting one um was it the physical show, physical show it seems a long time ago, and a lady sat down and um, she said something about having been through a messy divorce and you know she'd lost a lot of weight and she had quite a lot of pain, and I found myself just really flowing and, and praying for her and saying that yeah she she said that she was um, that it was all public it was all in the public domain. And I discovered she was actually a European princess. I didn't know her, I won't say the name. And it didn't, when she said her name, I had to look her up afterwards. So I didn't really recognize it. But she said, yeah, you know, and it was all out there and people were so nasty. And um, I found that afterwards. But what I prayed for her was that, you know, because you've stood firm in the face of opposition, God is going to give you a crown that will never be taken away because she she first just said it was public and there was a lot of opposition and and people were really nasty but I you know and I just sensed that she did what she had to do and she stood in the face of all this opposition and I talked about her having this crown um of honor it was a crown of honor that God was going to give her and there were like tears and that at the end she told me that she was of the royal family of this country and that they were talking about withdrawing her royal status and i just mm-hmm. found that just so amazing i had no idea how significant the way that i prayed was for her at that time yeah. um, wow. so it was just and it felt like such a privilege to have somebody like that sitting in front of you um so that okay. that you know i always remember that experience.
1: Um, <clears throat> that, remember, that we had powerful. somebody,
2: somebody come up who'd um he'd gone to a, a tarot reading and they told him basically to like end a relationship that they were very prescriptive, that he was in the wrong relationship, and he came away feeling quite oh, disquieted by that and like oppressed by that. And we prayed to release him from that word and <laughs> let him. <laughs> to receive Jesus. And he said, wow, you people, you've got the the, the um, biggest power, you've got the most powerful power in this whole place <laughs> because he felt that immediate release of all that
0: oppression of that
2: word. And he had some kind of encounter with Jesus at that time, which was quite exciting. I mean, we do just offer people that encounter. We know it's not the end of their road and it may be that they still explore alternative things, but, um, you know, where, where the seed has been planted at, at yeah, a minimum.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Um, so good. Yeah, and I do
0: well, have... yes, go ahead.
2: Well, just one lady, um we met two years ago, who had, in the end, she got baptized. um And she's really, like, fully in church, but it was a long road. And she needed a lot of hand-holding a lot of counsel, a lot of support. Because I think we forget that when people come out of that background, um, they can have huge challenges. You know, they may be a believer in their home. They've got to work out which spirituality is what. It can be very disorientating, because there's a deception that has worked in their life. And they thought it was all good stuff. And Mm so, they do need a lot of support. And that's something that, you know, we need to um, be ready to offer when we're working with people.
0: Well, and at the same time, uh, you offer this, right? Are you doing this online with people through zoom and so forth? Are you helping with some of that support?
2: Yeah. I mean, at the moment we do regular, we do monthly meditation encounters, which, um, I guess we haven't got to that point where people are actually saying, Yeah, I want Jesus. It's more low key. So yeah. that, would, yeah. that would be there if it was needed um, yeah. at the moment. But we've had people coming back and back for some months. So we're not, yeah, um, yeah we, we haven't actually had to really mentor disciple individuals yet. But we are aware okay. that we'd need to do that.
0: So are you just starting the mentoring process in, in uh, helping people get these, these uh, tools and uh, and so forth or have you been doing this for quite some time already?
2: So what I felt from this opportunity with you Gil was that this would be a new thing that we could do because um, I have run training um, training days and as we when we go to the, the new shows, Every year, there's always been a training day. Sometimes we have new people join the team. So there's um, been plenty of times when I've done seminars, workshops, training. And so, yeah, but doing it online would be a new thing. But yeah, I have been training people.
0: and I guess something I'll just throw out there is, you know, to people who are watching, who, you know, I know there's a lot of people that, not a lot, but there's people that go to Burning Man, that go to these New Age fairs and so forth with uh, the, the heart and the intent to uh, bring Christ into those places. But they also know that they need to do it uh, covertly, you know, and um, and so I would just be wondering how many people out there would want uh, this, this type of uh, uh, tool to help them and if so you know maybe we can work something out because i know it's a lot of cost to ship all this stuff individually from the uk but maybe what we can do is is we're getting our our online uh store up and running and we could potentially just order a bunch of it from you and just have it on stock here to share with people here in the states so it wouldn't cost quite as much to have it shipped from the uk uh, so anyway, if anybody's out there that's listening uh, is interested, either send us an email or, or put something here on. Probably the best thing would be to send us an email because sometimes stuff gets lost in Facebook and YouTube. Um, so we encourage you to just send us a, an email uh, at info at kingdomtalksmedia.com. So um, let's take another break. And when we come back, uh, you haven't talked about these just yet. So maybe we can talk about these and and I do have these on hand so maybe a little bit more information on where where these are headed as well and um, uh, we'll do that right after this. All right, so I'm back with Simone, and uh, we're going to finish talking about the, the the tools that she has for you, and uh, other ways that you can get involved with what she's doing if you are so inclined. So I know many of you probably have a heart out there. Uh, on the break, I talked a little bit to Simone about you know those people that go to uh, Burning Man and and other events where uh, I'm sure you would love to have some of these tools that would break open the conversation with people so that you could begin sharing the love of God with them. So, Simone, what else do you wanna talk about?
2: Okay, so um, I guess we were talking about the Destiny deck, which um, it looked like that, that's right. And um, it was kind of amusing because when I did the Heart to Heart cards, it was a little controversial and it was new and getting used to having a, a deck of cards. And I was, that year I went to Israel, um, a trip to Israel and I remember getting a word there to say that God's gonna give you a new idea and it's just gonna come like that. And I found myself quite shortly after returning, just getting this download about the destiny deck. Cause I wanted to produce something that was slightly less intimate and emotional, because those heart-to-heart cards tended to draw women. And there was, um oh. I felt a need for something a little bit more gender neutral, a little bit less intense. So, um, you know, I laughed to to Jesus, said it was embarrassing enough having one set of cards. Now you've given me two. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got this idea, and it's to do with, the kind of stepping up to destiny direction, not not about telling people, Oh, yeah, you're going to be a doctor, or you're going to be a a pilot. It's really about how do you press forward to the most important things in your life, what your life was really designed for what your life calling really is. And everyone has a sense of that, whether they're a believer or not a believer, they want to live the most (laughs) fulfilled life. So um this, this one is like pithy statements, I called it the um, alignment card. This one's called innovation and risk. Because that's, that's what holds you back from the destiny, if you're not willing to take the risks. And then there's the um, declaration card, which is quotations. And one is a scripture and one is just a, a positive, um, sort of secular quote. And mm-hmm. they've proved very popular. You know, because people people want that empowerment. They want that motivation. So those are the two ideas.
0: Um, Very good. So, all right. Um, So we've got some tools that could be used uh, like kind of in the moment or or when you're actually face-to-face with people. Uh, What are, you know, what do the books do? And I know that you've got some that I didn't get. What are the books gonna teach people um, and, and how are you going to interface with them to help them learn how to do this effectively?
2: So on Zoom, we can, um, actually what I did was number all these cards. So so it's like, um, see that one's got this number on the back. Yeah. So that we can say, okay, Gil, um, tell, give me a number between one and 20 I think it's 27, um, for the issue cards. Because if you were with somebody, they choose something randomly. So in that way, you can get an idea how it is when you're actually doing it um, live with somebody. And so you get to you practice, practice
0: over Zoom cards. then. You can
2: practice it over Zoom in that okay. way. Okay. The book um, is the first thing I wrote quite, yeah, maybe three or four years ago. And it, it's basically about, um, the need to step out of our comfort zone and to look at other worldviews and to recognise our own Christianese, our own um, our own fear of kind of getting slimed or dealing with this other alien spirituality. It's, it's just got um, lots of information and other websites and people who've. On that road, like John Paul Jackson, like Doug Addison, um, and it, it's just kind of like a workbook, really. So yeah. that will be with the package, and it's also I've also got a PDF of it. Okay, so it gives you like an encouragement as to you know why to go down that road.
0: So in the so toolkit that you send to them, uh, I see behind you there uh, it's like a menu item. You you briefly showed it earlier. Do they get that? Um, and then there's another book over there that uh, didn't come in the toolkit that I got, but does it normally come in the toolkit?
2: Yeah, everything you see will come in the toolkit. Now, before we did cards, we actually developed a spiritual menu. And I've written different versions of it. The one on the wall, which you probably can't read, is another version of it. Because, you know, each, it's good to refresh. So what I can do is send PDFs of this. And you okay. can put them out and create your own, the menu, because when people come up, you know, it's like, okay, so what's this? And the whole concept is that people like choice. And like some of the thought um, so we offered here was revelation reading, um, a peace impartation, dream in, in interpretation, spiritual uh, relationship detox. And that was interesting, because people would come and say, Yeah, I'm just getting I really got to get out of this relationship or, you know, I've just been um, you know really um, abused in this relationship and I need, so it really, these items get to the heart of what people are going through. Um, tattoo reading is something that Doug Addison actually teaches on. And whenever somebody oh, wow. asks for that, I usually try and find a man to do it. <laughs> I sort of have to wing it, you know, like, oh, help me, I don't know what to say. But we just step out because, you know, we're not charging anybody. Um, Is one thing, but also we just trust that God will give us something that that person needs, yeah. or it mm-hmm. will just open up, you know, an amazing conversation. So um, yeah, so those ideas yeah. can, can also be shared.
0: Okay, okay. Well, so how much would it cost for somebody to? To get all these tools, and then all, and and with your training, and and maybe a little bit better idea of what would the training consist of. So, if I were to buy this, um, I'm going to get all these tools that we've just talked about. You get the menu item, but you know, for a lot of people, maybe their heart's desire to go into these events and be able to share the love of God with them, but then many of them have no clue how to actually do it. You know how do they get a how, how do they get a booth how do they um you know when once they their first customer comes in what do they do uh do you go over that stuff with them how, how do you yeah,
2: help absolutely. them? absolutely any questions yeah i mean i can share the um the ways that i've approached the organization and i mean generally it's about creating a concept um but at the moment it's spirit encounter is what we call ourselves and just you know, can say this is Christ-centered spirituality, or you know, this is, um, uh, yeah. I just generally say it's Christ-centered spirituality, and we're offering prayer and healing, and that seems to be fine, as long as they don't see you attacking um, or criticizing other beliefs, other pe- other exhibitors. Generally, yeah. an openness. If they've been badly rival bashed or had a, you know, a bad experience with a Christian, they may well be more wary of you. That has happened. And I've just had to say, oh, I'm so sorry that you've had that experience, you know, and they've been, they, they haven't wanted us to be part of it. So if that's the case, then it's just a, sta- a sad testament that we haven't been able to be gracious enough to, yeah. to yeah. kind of override those barriers because, you know, it's about being all things to all men. And I guess for, you know, if you're the more traditionally minded, you'll feel like you're compromising, you'll feel that like you can't do that. And okay, that that's absolutely fine. Leave it alone. Le- leave it well alone. Yeah. Because the thing is, if a Christian is in that environment and and messes it up, then it means the door's shut for everybody else. So yeah. it's better.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's, no, that's it's good. Better. That's good. So, um... Uh, for people who do want to get the kit, who want to uh, uh, adventure into this area, uh, I, I, you know, one other question though: What kind of cautions do you give to people um... that want to do this? You know, if they're if they're wanting to do this, and uh, are the, is there anything that they need to be leery of? I mean, because uh, I know that there's probably some Christians out there that are thinking, you know people doing this are going to get sucked into New Age and, and, and all that if they if they go into those environments. Uh, what what do you have to say to that? What kind of cautions would you give?
2: suppose you want people that are very solid and um, very mature. Occasionally, there's been people that haven't really been either they've been too religious, or they've been a bit internally wobbly. And things happen. Either they say stuff that offends somebody, or I remember somebody like, verbally was quite slightly attacking towards me. And I just knew, okay, my priority is to complete them to do the work. And if I have to say to people, I'm sorry, I just don't think it's quite right for you right now, then I've had to do that. Uh, I suppose you just want to be aware that it's a contested ground. There can be opposition. You have to be pretty solid. We always do a lot of prayer, a lot of fasting. I have a small group. We meet daily, um, Monday to Friday. We pray every morning. We we just know that God's really penetrating this arena. And yeah. they're yeah. passionate with me, which is wonderful. So you need a good team. You need a, you know even just three people who you know are like-minded, who you're, you're <laughs> together. Um so I think it's needs, does need wisdom. It does need people that are mature and mature enough to deal with different worldviews, different mindsets, different spiritualities.
0: Good, good. Yeah, because I I would think there would definitely be some caution because I I think there might be some people who want to jump into it who, who, like you said, they, they don't really have the grounding for it or maybe they just came out of it and it could be easy for them to get sucked back into it. So definitely some things. What we always say is ask the Father really need to have that in uh that intimate relationship with the father that you can go to him and say is this something that i could do or should do i've had it in my heart for a long time to walk into a you know a psychic reader air you know uh studio and, and just uh start a conversation but father has not opened that door for me nor has he said now's the time go what i did find funny in um in 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 uh, sedona is um I saw something in a window. It's like this beautiful, you know, crystal. I'm like, oh, wow, let's go back and look at that. So I turned around and I parked and my wife went toward one store and I went toward the other. And I'm thinking, oh, she thought I meant that. I meant this. And so anyway, we went ahead and just went into the, our perspective stores that we were looking at. And as I go in, I'm looking at them. It's like beautiful, you know, massive crystals, but there's just a few of them. And it never, I never caught it. Never, I was so you know, attracted to what was in the window that I did not realize I was actually in a psychic reader store. Mm-hmm. And everybody, uh, you know, there was nobody there though. I mean, they were all in with other people. So nobody, nobody else in there except me. And I'm thinking, wow, I happen to stumble into a place and there's still nobody here. It must not be time for me to talk to somebody yet. So I left.
2: <laughs> still, you know, it's small small steps
0: <laughs> right 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 but just saying ask the father because you, you really want to know that this is his plan for you and that we're not just stepping into something because somebody else is doing it that's not the right reason to do it you need to do it because it's part of what your scroll is what father's called you to do and that the timings right
2: I mean the one thing I can offer is if um, if you're available we do these meditation encounters and um you could just observe. I mean, it's not the same as being in a, in a show, but mostly it's, it's all non-Christians, except for the team. And um, it would just give a little bit of exposure to how we are approaching it, people's responses, how we give words of knowledge to people. And at least that's something live that we're doing. Yeah. It's 8 and... p.m. UK time, which I guess is probably about 1 in the afternoon
1: for you. Something like um, that. So yeah. it's the
2: middle of the day for you, which isn't great. But yeah. yeah
0: um But I guess my well, biggest invite thing is to me to is America
2: that, and I'll take a team.
0: <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. I'll
2: so, take a
0: team. But I guess what I'm hearing from you is that you're there to walk people through the process and to help them get started and even practice a little bit, you know. Yeah. Is, Okay, because I Absolutely. think that's going to be important yeah. for people to know that they've got help, and they've got support, and that they're not just going to blindly go out there and try it, but that you'll have some guidance Yeah,
2: for. and hopefully we can do it in groups depending on <clears> where <throat> people are, what time zones. So we'll just have to work that out okay. as people respond. Um, sounds,
0: sounds good. Um, so, and uh, I don't even remember now if we even said that what the price would be for all of this and because the, the price for all of it is $99 which is actually fantastic because I think you're getting four or five books plus the cards um, and what we're going to do because I talked to Simone about this because we have to ship it from the UK to get it here uh, we'll probably this is going to air um, kind of um, a third of the way through April I'm going to ask everybody and anybody who's interested that you would place your order and you can go to our website kingdomtalksmedia.com we'll have it there the um uh is it you call it the heart to heart cards is that would yeah. w- w- Okay Ninja. so we'll call it the heart to heart cards but it will have the entire um kit there toolkit there and the or price is the 99 en-
2: so prophetic encounter toolkit
0: Prophetic um, encounter toolkit okay yeah. So, we'll have to make sure we get that right. Prophetic Encounter Toolkit will be on the website for $99. Order it. Uh, we're, I think we're going to wait until the end of April. Give everybody time to see the show, hear the show, pass the show around, and find out who's interested and wants to do it. And uh, go ahead and make your order. And then what we'll do is we'll we'll then get the, the one shipment from... Uh, The UK uh, at one time and and get it over here and then we'll get it out to everybody. So you might not get it till the middle of um, uh, May, uh, something like that before you actually get your order, hopefully by then. So um, just be patient with us as we get this out to you. But uh, that would be the the tactic, the situation, the, the logistics of it all. Order it once you hear the show. Have, it, have all the orders in by the end of April, and then we'll take that. We'll make one order to the UK, get it all over here, and then we'll disperse it to everybody. Because that's going to be cheaper than um, trying to pay the shipping on it. Because I think the shipping for the toolkit, uh, you said, was somewhere around $30, $35 uh, just to ship one kit. So hopefully we can reduce that. And in fact, we are going to reduce it in order to get it out to you for $99. So... Um, i think that's it uh you have any anything else you want to share or say before we wrap it up here simone
2: um just to check out the website my website um i've spent the last sort of few months putting my my story together as as a 20-minute film but it's it's a testimony but it's really for non-believers it's not for it's not done as a kind of way that we would normally do a testimony in church it's really something that you could you know very comfortably pass on and it's been an amazing project because i guess i felt like you know my my life was literally um i could have died that was when you know in my 20s and you know at this time of the pandemic i thought what would i if i did (laughs) this is a bit But if I died in the pandemic, what would I feel like I haven't done? And it came to me that, you know, that story of of what God did um, could really encourage people who are facing their mortality, facing the COVID thing. So it also just tuned me into what is God really calling me to do? What are the visions? So I created this film and it will be on the website. So I do hope that you have a look at that and send and share it with non-believers because that's what it's for.
0: Okay, very good. And so if you're watching again, look at the notes. We'll have the links to her website and uh, any other links that you want to give us Simone, we'll have those in the notes. So just take a look at those. You can click to them and go right to those areas. And uh, so looking forward to uh, what Father's going to do with this. Uh, you know, this for some people, they may be looking at this and thinking, wow, this was one big advertisement. Well, not intended to be that. We're just sharing what different things are out there for people. And Simone just happens to have a great system uh, that, you know, basically stemmed from her encounter with Christ. And then the the di- divine appointment and journey that has led her to a place where she's created some things, the witty inventions. And uh, she actually has something that uh, she can share with you so that you can do some of the same things she's doing. So I hope you appreciate that. And uh, I just appreciate you, Simone, honor you and bless you for the journey you've had. And thank you for being on here. Um, Do you have time to do a behind the scenes section? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, we're going to end this one. And uh, when we, uh, uh, if you want to go see the behind the scenes, we appreciate all of our supporters. It's for our members. Uh, they get to see the behind the scenes and it's a little deeper stuff. Usually uh, it's only $10 a month, but if you want to be a supporter in, in that area for us, uh, go to kingdomtalksmedia.com. And then there's a section called the Easy Buttons. That's a it's a, one of the menu items. Just click on that. There's a drop down, and in there you'll find Behind the Scenes. And just click on that, and you can sign up and be a, a supporter. And then you get you actually get the shows early. You get all the shows early, as well as the behind the scenes information. Great. So all right, well bless you all. Thank you. And uh, Simone, hang out here, and we will uh, do our Behind the Scenes in just a short minute here. Thank you all.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you for taking time out to listen to Kingdom Talks. You can find out more about Kingdom Talks Media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at KingdomTalksMedia.com. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets, as well as fantastic online courses and conferences, including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least, we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, go to the Partnership tab on our website. Thank you, and until next time, live a blessed life Keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us wherever hearts are open.